Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the Dying Alive podcast. Jesse Marshall's on the shelf this week. He's day-to-day with an upper body injury. So it's just two people this week. We're going to talk about fast food restaurants. We're going to see what movies Mike knows and what movies he doesn't know. And of course, we're always going to talk a little Game of Thrones. Episode 30. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody, to the 30th episode of the Dying Alive podcast. As you heard in the intro, Jesse Marshall is on the shelf this week with an upper body injury. He'll be back next week. So for now, I'm your host for this week. I am Pat Damp of thepensblog.com, joined as always by my friend and one of the best golf partners somebody could ask for, Mike Darnay of the Pensburg. Mike, what's going on? Oh, not much. I hope we can carry the show without our fearless leader. Same. It's it's the second time we've done it, though, and you know I feel like we got through it the first time, and that was in like the dying alive infancy. <laughs> yeah, so. I feel like that was maybe like episode eight or so. I may be wrong it about that, really- but it, it, but it feels like it was early on. It was real early on. It was back in like October. The season yeah. had barely gotten yeah. going. Might so, even might even been one of the first five episodes, maybe. It was early on, and I remember we we got through it pretty okay. If I remember, I, I do pretty remember unscathed. it was it was during that three month period where I was sick. <laughs> well, I was say, I also should add that doesn't narrow it down because. <laughs> Like you being sick was like about to get on par with like death taxes and Jack Johnson not being able to make a breakout pass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, as you guys heard in the intro, uh, we're gonna keep it loose this week. Not not gonna be much, if any, hockey talk. We decided, Mike and I and Jesse, in our chat, that we wanted to. Give something new a try. We wanted to kind of turn the show over to you guys, the the listeners. And as I'm sure you saw from the last uh, few days, Mike sent out a request for not a correspondence so much as a topic. We want we want to kind of do some stuff like that over the summer during the off season to keep the co- to keep the show fresh, to keep it going, where we're not kind of forcing ourselves every now and then to do a show when there's nothing to talk about. So we'll probably do this again where we put out a request for you guys to give us a topic for us to riff on, whether it's like favorite moments at Mellon Arena, best memories of going to games in person, just other things you enjoy like movies, TV, stuff like that. And when Mike sent out this request this week, we got a lot of really good responses But we got two that were really, really good, and we couldn't really decide between the two. So we decided to go with both of them. Mike, can you give the people who suggested these a shout-out and what they suggested? Yeah, yeah. And before I get into that, I think this is a good week to do this kind of show, Um, mainly because it's just the two of us. And secondly, right now with hockey, we got the Western Conference Final going on, tied 1-1. Eastern Conference final going on. Boston's up two nothing in Carolina. What what can we really add to the talk about hockey that has happened in the last week? Not much has really happened. So I think this is a good time to kind of go off the hockey for a few minutes. Come back next week, see where we're at. Maybe a little closer to a Stanley Cup final matchup. Have a little more to talk about there. 
So I think this is a good time to do it. Um, we had uh, Morgan, friend of the pod, brought a topic about fast food. He said, you guys should talk about fast food, pros and cons, good fast food, bad fast food, the go-to fast food. So uh, I threw together a little list about 20 fast food options. We're just going to kind of rapid fire through them, talk about what we like, what we don't like, what's really good about them, what places we may never have eaten at. I have a few that I know I haven't. Um, and then we had movie suggestions from both Brandon and Mike Neuror. Brandon asked for the most widely beloved movies you've never seen, which if you've listened to the show, you know, for me, that is a whole big list. Um, and Mike asked about movies that you're required to have seen to be a functioning part of American society, specifically ones that Mike hasn't seen. So um, seems to be well known that my movie history isn't up to par. And, um, yeah, you've made that pretty clear. And I'll tease it a little bit, but instead, we've kind of modified and brought together both of those ideas, and it's going to be a nice little quiz that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, so, so if we're going to start with fast food, I guess I can just start going down the list and we can kind of say what we like and what we don't like. I'm not going to really read them in any particular order. Um, I've got some strong opinions on a few of these few of these things. Some of them I'm indifferent on. Um, first, how do we feel about Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen is one of the most underrated fast food places in the world to me because um, because yes, you go there for ice cream and dessert and cakes and blizzards and all that. Man, their food do not sleep on it. They have elite crispy onion rings. Yes, their onion rings are elite. The chicken strips are next level. And, and um, when I was attending Cal U, there was a Dairy Queen in town. When you order the chicken tender basket, they give you um, they give you like Texas toast, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it, it, it weirded me out because like I never like got the chicken strip basket. Like yeah. I would always just like get. <clears throat> I would always get a burger from there when I went to IUP because there mm-hmm. was one like kind of off the beaten path up at IUP. It was kind of like a hidden gem. I know like a national fast food chain can't be a hidden gem because it's everywhere. But they can be. But it, well, it, it was one of the places that like it wasn't right along one of the main drags. It wasn't well known. Like you kind of had you, – you had to have a car to get to it. You couldn't mm-hmm. walk. So like I would always go there like every – couple of weeks and it was great but it wasn't until recently i finally got a chicken strip basket and i was like why is there bread in here and it's good it's, <laughs> it's good it's it's well toasted it is it's like i think i think they i think they toasted i think they toasted on a flat top which is why it's good yeah because i was like i first got it and i just kind of looked and i was like did they screw something up they think i like ordered a sandwich <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm good with Dairy Queen. Um, I would prefer going to Dairy Queen for I, – I had to order lunch at Dairy Queen. I would you. Yeah, I mean I, I would, I'm definitely going to, to Dairy Queen for dessert. Like I'm yeah, getting – there, there, there are places I would rather eat fast food from, but there are also places I would not rather eat from. It's probably like 5 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I mean it's it's in the five five to seven range for me. Yeah. Just be just because I think I'll give it a seven because of the versatility because I can get a good dessert there. But I but if 
I need to get food. That's fair. Like, I mean, you, yeah. you could get a meal and a blizzard to go. And it's just such a smart move. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Panera? Eh. I got Panera over the weekend, but I got it for breakfast, so. I think. Like, I feel that's what you got to go to Panera for. You got to get breakfast. I think Panera breakfast is good. I think Panera anything else is overrated. The only, like, lunch thing I actually enjoy from Panera is their macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I saw a, that, I saw a uh, recipe on BuzzFeed on how to make Panera mac and cheese at home. Check it out. Yeah, I, I mean, and I mean, if you're getting anything other than, like, breakfast or some sort of coffee drink from Panera, like, you're you're going to be disappointed. It's Yeah, I'm, I'm good for Panera for, like, coffee drink, bagel, cookie. Something is like Dunkin' that. on your list? Um, it is not, but I can add it. Dude, I love Dunkin'. I agree. Um, now, let me preface this. So, I very regularly, I made a stop to Dunkin' Donuts almost every day on my way to work for about two years. And then I stopped going because I got to the point where the Dunkin' Donuts location that I was going to fucked everything up so bad every day on a daily <laughs> basis that I realized... Even when they were giving me my items for free because they screwed them up, it was not worth the irritation level every morning and being late for work because they screwed up my items. <laughs> I always stop at the one at, uh, in Forest Hills because it's on my way to work, and they, I, I, they're heavy-handed there, which is something I love. Because like, I always get a... Um, iced original blend with vanilla Mm -hmm. and they're not they're not just like every other Duncan that's like oh you wanted vanilla they're like oh you wanted vanilla (laughs) and I'm like yes this is exactly what I wanted I need all of that sugar yeah yeah I would get like a an extra large coffee with coconut flavor and a turbo shot and I'm and they'd be like so you ordered not that and I'm like no no I come every day and I order the same thing but they'd screwed up every day so I just stopped going it's, and I think Dunkin' of the chain coffees is the best coffee. Speaking of which, Starbucks. Overrated. Clap, 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 clap. It's good, not good. Good place to get work done for me. Doesn't really have an impact on the uh, beverage choices. I think their food is underrated, though. I honestly have no idea the last time I got anything from Starbucks that wasn't a frappuccino. They um they have a breakfast sandwich. It's a uh, sausage and bacon with gravy, like a country gravy on a biscuit. Very good. Oh, that actually does sound good. Yeah. Yeah, it's very and good. That, and it's and it sounds very difficult to screw up. So Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um I have my go-to when I go to Starbucks. It, would you like me to embarrass myself and tell you what my go-to at Starbucks is? Okay, first off, let me preface by saying fuck that. Like I hate people that do that. Like, oh, you get this from this well, place? So well, I say, this, I say this understanding that my, my drink there is very extra. Who cares? <clears throat> okay, so I'll tell you then. It's a chai latte with coconut milk instead of regular milk. And I get two scoops of matcha powder mixed in, too. I forgot about coconut, Mike. Yeah. Coconut that that was a fun time on the It internet. was. It was. But <laughs> yeah, that, just pulling out all the random spices from, that's <laughs> from my, their cabinet and tweaking that, them at you. That's that's my go-to at Starbucks. Uh for a while I did 
the chai with the coconut milk. And the one barista at Starbucks was like, have you ever had this with the green tea powder mixed in? I'm like, no, let's try it, though. And it's really good. So that's my go-to. I don't know when I'll be at Starbucks next because I'm not a huge fan. But Yeah. Um, Arby's. How about Arby's? Okay, so I'll say this about Arby's. They have the meats. <laughs> yes, for sandwiches. Thank you, Archer and Bob Belcher. <laughs> but um, Arby's, like, it's it's not expensive. But no. compared no. compared to other fast food joints, it's a little bit pricey. Yeah. So, like, me and my roommates in college always had a running gag that if you had a little bit of extra money, we called it Arby's money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like you would like come in from like working like all summer and like you maybe made a little more than expected and like somebody like oh you got that arby's money this year huh yeah someone's going to get a roast beef and cheddar during syllabus week aren't you yeah i kind of i kind of see arby's the same way i see dairy queen it's not outstanding but it's better than other options the, i um, i yeah. think i think the curly fries at arby's are better than anything else yeah, that that's the that's the selling point for me for Arby's. The, yeah. cur- the curly fries are just so good. Yeah. Um, also, they have very good mozzarella sticks. I have never had them. They're good. Um, segue to next place. Also, the goat of mozzarella sticks. We're going to Sheets. I got Sheets for dinner last night. What'd you have? I. I've been trying to make a conscious conscious effort to eat healthier lately. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I didn't I didn't get years. I didn't get mozzarella sticks, which made my heart sad because God, their mozzarella sticks are incredible. I I got a chicken wrap, but I got like the grilled chicken in it. I got mm-hmm. some boom boom sauce with it, lettuce, onion, tomato, peppers. Like just went all out on it. Everything they have is good. I, it is. It really is. Like, like none of none of it is good for you, but the entire fried app menu it, on the oh. screen, everything's good. Oh my god, dude! Getting an appetizer platter from there, I can't yeah. decide. So, so like, it's like, why, it's like asking a, it's like asking a parent to pick their favorite kid. Yeah. So, so anybody who follows my work knows I cover a lot of Belvernon high school baseball games. They're out in Ross River Township. I finish their games at nine o'clock. I'm on my way home. I hit that sheets on 51 in Ross Traver. I get order of mozzarella sticks, a large popcorn chicken, and a Mountain Dew on my way home before I have to come home and work. I eat the mozzarella sticks on my way home. I eat the popcorn chicken when I get home. It's it's when just a get, uh, it's just a routine. What's your dip for the mar- for the for the mozzarella sticks? None. I eat them while I'm driving. Dude, you got to get marinara. I, I mean, I ideally yes. But I try to keep my vehicle clean. I understand that. So, um, see what else we got here. I also i have a i have a sheets take. Okay. And I know we have I know we have some listeners over on the other side of the state. So I'm just gonna say it. Sheets and Wawa are the same goddamn thing. They're both very good. They are both good in certain areas, and better in others. <laughs> Wawa is elite in terms of iced tea. Wawa is elite in legit sandwiches. Like yes. Two, piece, two pieces of bread and yeah. then things in the middle. Yeah. Like 
Everything else, though, it's all comparable. Yeah. Up and down. Yeah. It's okay that they're both good. Um, speaking of sandwiches, Subway. Over it. I'll pass. My my issue with Subway is all the bread tastes the same. Yeah, it's it's cardboard. Yeah, it, well, and it's all cooked in the same oven, so it's just it's all it's all whatever. Like it's it's okay in a pinch. Like you know, if you're like on a road trip and there's yeah. like nothing else around. Yeah, if you, you, if you stop. stop if you stop at a rest stop and there's a subway and that's it, I'm not gonna not eat it. But yeah, if there's I'm not, not going to be I'm not gonna be thrilled about it either. If there's a subway in the rest stop, I'm throwing down on a chicken bacon ranch and we'll call it a day. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about Sonic? I've only ever had it like four or five times. I have actually never eaten there. I've only had a beverage there, and um, they have that delicious cherry limeade. Oh, yeah, the limeade's elite, Yeah, dude. So, uh, so I give them 10 out of 10 on that, but I've never actually had their food. Uh, the tater tots are unreal. Mm. I will say that. Their tater yeah. tots are great. Yeah. I'm, that's, I'm a big, about, that's about th- – that's the beginning and end of my Sonic I'm a, I'm a big tater tot guy. Yeah, and, and, and Sonic the – the food rest the, the restaurant not the video game i can go on all day about the video game um not fast food um but bar louis has amazing tater tots just for the record I, I haven't been to bar louis in a while it's a good place um gonna gonna bring up pizza here now i'm gonna preface this by saying i am well aware if you yell at me i'm gonna yell back not you listeners everybody um <laughs> i am well aware th- living in pittsburgh there are about 85 other pizza places that you could go to get a good pizza before going to one of these four options. But for just for the sake of argument, if we're saying only these four options existed. Mike, why do you hate listener A's pizza place? I'm going to hang up right now. <laughs> so, so we got Domino's, we got Pizza Hut, we got Little Caesars, and we got Papa John's. How do you feel about Domino's? Love Domino's. I think Domino's is fine. How do you feel here, about here, how about pizza? How about Pizza Hut? Here's my take on Domino's, real quick. As far as chain pizza, yeah. okay, yeah, underline that chain yeah. pizza. It's good. Yes, I will go to the mom and pop shop eleven times out of ten if it's an option. But if yeah. it's only Domino's and chain pizza, I'm getting Domino's. Yeah, shout out local Mama Pepinos. I had their pizza for, for lunch today. Shout out Caliente Pizza. That place rules. Yeah. Pizza Hut. I don't like it. Uh, again, like Domino's, it's fine. How it's about, a slightly better CC's. Yeah. How about Little Caesars? If I'm drunk, yeah, let's do it. Where where you will get me to go sway towards Little Caesars is when I'm coming home, I don't have a plan, and they have a hot and ready for five bucks. Oh, yeah. The, the convenience of it's unmatched. Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer first on this one. Papa John is an asshole. That's it. Well, yeah, he is. I will say, though, the um, the Papa John's in Indiana, like, damn near paid you to get their pizza. Yeah, and they have that garlic so, sauce. So when I was in college, like, it would be like, you can get two large pizzas with two toppings for, like, eight bucks. And yeah. I was like, well, well okay. Yeah, I actually um, have a funny Papa John's story of my own from when I was in college at Cal U. We order a Papa John's pizza. 
they bring it, they deliver it. Pizza wasn't sliced. <clears throat> what? <laughs> yeah. So so we're sitting here. Some beverages have been consumed, and we're trying to figure out how do we eat this pizza if it's not sliced because we're college students. We don't have a pizza cutter or regular knives or anything. So we're well, like, like, so we're like, all right, we're gonna slice this with our debit cards, and we managed <laughs> we managed to slice it so it's half edible. And after four pieces, we're like, why didn't we call them and tell them that the pizza wasn't sliced? So we call them, and they're like, oh, you know what? Sorry about that. We're going to uh, we're gonna bring you a new pizza. Just have the other one boxed up and ready to send back to us. And we're like, oh, we already ate half of it. So I think we I think we put – I don't remember what it was, but something heavy enough to make it feel like it was a pizza in the box and gave it back to them, and they brought us a new pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. Um how about Popeyes? I don't think I've ever had Popeyes. Popeyes is good. However, there are not enough locations, and all Popeyes does for me is make me want to get on the highway headed south to go to Bojangles. Aren't they the same thing? Ah, uh, they might be. And I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in like a snarky. No, like, no, ooh, no. Like, they might be, but I. Feel, it might be one of those things where. When you're in the South eating Bojangles, it feels different. I don't know. That's fair because, like, I know, like, I, I think it's one of those places where, like, in the north, in the northern states, it's Popeyes, in the southern states, it's Bojangles. It's the same company with the same food, just a different name. Okay, so this brings me to my next point. Next place, I have listed as Five Guys. I have a take here. My, Go on. My take is that Five Guys, Shake Shack, and In and Out are all basically the same thing. They're different variations yeah, of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, In-N-Out has the different sauce. Shake Shack has the different fries and whatnot. But I think they're basically the same thing. And they're also places that uh, you can't eat more than like once a month or you'll die. Yeah, and, and they're all very good. So I'm not, oh, I'm, not, I'm not clowning on Five Guys by saying that. But it's like if, if somebody from New York is going to argue with me that Shake Shack is comparably better than Five Guys, I'm going to say I think they're about the same. Oh my god, there was a like 3 week span where I had all 3 of them. Yeah. It, it was because it was when I was still working for the Nailers. Uh in 2016, the Nailers went to the final and we went down to Allen, Texas for game 6 and they had an In-N-Out right next to our hotel. So obviously I went to In-N-Out. Yeah. And then like the next week like I was just try to get lunch, so I went up to the Five Guys near my office, and then the week after that was the uh, league meetings in Vegas. And Shake Shack was right next to the hotel we stayed at in Vegas, so I was all tuned up in Vegas, like it's Shake Shack time. We're finishing the night here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're all good. Oh, it was glorious. Um, how about Jimmy John's? Awful. I have never had it. They're I know like, that hey. I know that I know that you can get delivery in about three minutes. They were like, "Hey, you know how the best part of getting a sub is toasting it?" Yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so um, I don't have them on the list, but by saying toasted, I'm guessing you're a Quiznos guy compared to Subway. Or uh, I, I I burned out on Quiznos. Um, um, how about what's what's a good the, alternative? Jersey Mike's. 
Jersey Mike's is good. I've never um, had that either. The, um, my freshman year, my freshman year at IUP, the one dining hall that wasn't like the cafeteria, mm-hmm. they had Quiznos, and I it was always my go to. So like I just I had it so much in like a two year span yeah. that I just I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I got another goat on the list here. Chick Fil A. Yeah, other than uh, the fact that they hate gay people, like it's pretty good. I. It's delicious. Oh, it is. It, it is, and and I, I and I don't know. Like, I, I try hard not to like cancel things for a yeah. lot of stuff, yeah. but like, like Chick Fil A is just so damn good that like I'm yeah. kind of like, yeah, I know you don't like them, but nah. yeah. Um. Got an, what Which is terrible, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm horrible. Uh, yeah. Um, how about Panda Express? Never had it. Same. So, scratch that one off. <laughs> Hot take: I am not big on Asian food outside of like sushi. Oh, yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, how about the Chipotle versus Moe's debate? If Moe's could. Donate their queso to Chipotle. That'd be the super restaurant. Have you had Chipotle's queso? Yeah, it's awful. I have not. Um, I'm not a. I'm not big on queso. I am. So as a result, I am very big on Chipotle. I have a standard order there that does me well. I'm very big on their guac. Oh, their guac's elite. Yeah, I'm not big on queso. So I know that was um, basically. I've also noticed I'm watering down elite in this food take <laughs> section because I have said it like. 15 times well from what i gather from other people who love mo's it's because of their queso yeah like their queso is so good like if they could like just be like hey we're done here chipotle you can have our queso yeah billions yeah uh i could eat a million of chipotle's chips that's the other thing mo's has really good chips you you really gotta screw up chips to screw them up that's fair um, I got some, basically I got the four, four big ones that we really haven't mentioned yet because I don't we really know how I feel the, about them. We haven't uh, gotten to the granddaddies. Just gotta, gotta get to McDonald's here. It's the standard. It's, it's good if you only eat it like every six months. Yeah, but, it, but it's the standard, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, like you know you're going like, to feel like garbage after. Like regardless of how you feel about how good or bad or whatever it is, like McDonald's invented the McDonald's standard, which is like one of the most ingenious things in consumer culture that like it doesn't matter if you're in Pittsburgh, yeah. New York, Los Angeles, Texas, Europe, Russia, you know what you're getting out of McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I would add is um and everybody knows when they when they have their like four or five local McDonald's around them, you know which ones to avoid based on shitty service. But the food is going to be the same everywhere. Yeah, like everybody knows, do not go to the McDonald's in Penn Hills on Frankstown. Yeah, because because you're going to wait thirty two minutes for a burger. Yep, I went there a couple months back and. Some lady got so mad that she wasn't getting her food quick enough. And, like, the vibe there of everybody else was looking at her like, yeah, you've never been here before, have you? 
Okay, how about Burger King? I like Burger King a lot. I like their chicken fries. I like everything Burger King does but their fries. I think their chicken fries are like a buck sometimes, too. The chicken or, fries are great. Or they have the French they have, fries. They have chicken nuggets for a buck sometimes also. The chicken fries are great. The French fries are not. But everything else that Burger King does, I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, got two more. One, Taco Bell. Love Taco Bell. I would never turn down Taco Bell. Now, if you gave me I, Taco, Taco Bell beside Sheets, I might turn down Taco Bell. But if you said, hey, I'm stopping at Taco Bell. Do you want anything? I'm never going to say no. No. And I'm stunned. I did. I never burned out on Taco Bell. I, I because when I go to Taco Bell, I order. I keep it simple: four hard tacos, four soft tacos. Well, the only reason I say that is because for three of the five years I was at IUP, I literally lived next door to a Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and I took full advantage. Yeah. Um, the one selling point that Taco Bell had was they had the Mountain Dew Baja Blast, but now you can get it at Sheets. Which is great because yeah. Baja Blast rules. It's amazing. Um, I got two more. Wendy's. Love it. Spicy chicken sandwich all day. And they're bringing back spicy chicken nuggets. Thank God. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing because their spicy chicken is delicious. Oh, it's the best. And lastly, Long John Silver's. I don't think I've had Long John Silver since Nom. It's been a long time. Um, I will say my soon-to-be 97-year-old grandmother fucking loves Long John Silver's. <laughs> well, and to, and to cycle back to the start of the, uh, the, 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 the fast food restaurants, I would only go there during Lent, and then the filet of fish came out, and it was like, I'm getting filet of fish. This is a game, game changer. Filet of fish, two for four bucks. Dude, there was literally... I had to go to a hockey tournament during Lent, and my parents had to work, so I went up with another kid on the team whose family was also Catholic, and the start of the road trip was literally a stop at McDonald's because it was a Friday during Lent, and we got filet of fish sandwiches. That sticks with you. It does. We yeah, so food? I think that's all they got. I think that's all we got. I mean, those were – I mean, we didn't really – Vote down anything because I think everything there, everything on there is serviceable. Oh, uh, absolutely. I, think, I, mean, I think you voted down Jimmy John's Starbucks. Um, we kind of voted down Panera and Subway. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as spicy as I thought it would be for our food takes, but I mean, but I mean, I like to eat and I like food, so yeah, and it's uh. I mean, it, it, it's chain. Mostly, it was all chain restaurants. Yeah. So, like, that's that's yeah. kind of the whole point of chain restaurants. Is so, like, yeah, I don't love it. I don't hate it either. Yeah, I mean, and when it, when it comes time for another one of these kind of episodes, if you if you slide in with a correspondence asking us to rank regular chain restaurants that aren't fast food, there is a one hundred percent chance I would go for that episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for the food. Takes. I would happily discuss. The Cracker Barrel for a half an hour. <laughs> we'll keep that in the back pocket. We don't need that today. So now we'll move on to the suggestions from Mike and Brandon. And here's what we're going to do. 
a little while back on Twitter, there was a hashtag badly described the plot of a movie or something like that. I can't remember the exact hashtag. But basically they would take some of the most popular movies and describe them in a very, very poor fashion. So what I did today is I went back and I searched this hashtag and found five really good ones. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these plot descriptions to Mike and see if he can get them. We're going to see what happens. If I can't get them, am I going to get any clues? I'll see what I I'll see what I can do cuz okay. I know all, I know all of them pretty well. Okay. Um now, now before we do this, are you certain that I haven't seen any of these? I'm not. That's the thing. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I you may have, so it might work. And now even if I have, they might not be easy to figure out, so Exactly. Okay. So So there's five questions so this cannot end in a tie. Legitimately, he's either got to win or lose. Okay. Michael Darnay, are you ready for the poorly I, described the plot of a movie quiz? I am. As I predicted earlier on Twitter, I'm either going to embarrass myself or end up mad online. Um, I'm probably going to do the opposite of that, that guy on Jeopardy recently. James. Yeah. Yeah. What a run. Okay. <clears throat> movie number one. Badly described the plot of a movie. A billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up the mentally ill. A billionaire donates towards cosplay and beating up the mentally ill. (laughs) Now, it was not donates, it was devotes. Devotes. Billionaire. A billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up the mentally ill. Can I phone a friend? You can phone a friend. Can I actually, can, like the spelling bee, can I ask what year this movie was made? Let me look that up real quick. I Good thing I have the IMDB app on my phone, not a plug. They don't sponsor us. But if you'd like to, we yeah. are here. Yeah. This movie was released in 2008. 2008. Can I ask one actor or actress actress in the movie? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, billionaire, devotes to cosplay... And beating up the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. I got I got nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna punt on this one. The answer is the Dark Knight. Oh, wow, 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 wow! I did I did not see that coming. I, I was thinking more like kicking children to the curb. <laughs> See, I was gonna when you asked for the actor, I had to like make sure I left it up because I was like, I could say Christian Bale, I'd give it away. I, I could say, say Heath Ledger, Ledger. that yeah. would absolutely okay. give it away. So I'm um, I'm a o for o for one. Movie number two, badly described the plot of a popular movie. And you know the worst thing I have seen that one. God damn it. <laughs> An American invades a foreign land, kills local leadership, and struggles to find an exit strategy. 
invades foreign land, kills local leadership, and fails to form an exit strategy. I'll, I'll, you, got, I'll, you, I'll, you got all of those points correct. Okay. I'm going to ask the same question I did last time first for the year. This movie was released in 1939. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark here and hope that I'm right, because I'm I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to look at what movies were made that year. I'm going to say... I oh, I want this. you to get this right. I want you to get this right Before so I answer bad. This, read, read that again one more time. The bad description? Yeah. An American invades a foreign land, kills local leadership, and struggles to find an exit strategy. I have no idea whether I'm even close on the year here. I, If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'd at least rather give an answer. Is it The Wizard of Oz? Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Darnay got one out of two. Yes, yes, yes. And you can see I did not grab a device. I did not punch in my keyboard. He did not. He got, He took the shot Ooh. in the dark and got it correct. I took a shot in the dark on the year mainly. Um, M- Mike I, I Darnay. I would have put you in a bind if I had asked for an actor or actress. Well, the actor or actress that would have been chosen for that would have been Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that would have confirmed my thought. But I went with the year, and when you said killed local leadership, I kind of thought it was the Wicked Witch. Solid. Oh, all right, all right. On I to question three. You know what? Even if I go one for five, I'm happy. Movie number three for badly described the plot of a popular movie. A man learns to love a woman without her Instagram filters following a long journey. Oh, Christ. Okay, so... uh, Man learns to love a woman without her Instagram filters following a long journey. Alright, I gotta ask the year again just so I know whether I'm in the right ballpark or not. 2001. All right, 2001. So, so we're bringing up Instagram, but it's pre-Instagram era. Yes, it is pre-Instagram, but this description is accurate. Man learns to love a woman without 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 what? Without her Instagram filters following a long journey. Hmm. All right, I'm going to... I might be way off again. I'm going to take another shot in the dark if I'm right. This is going to be... have one more lifeline. All right, I'll, I'll take the actor-actress. I'll just use those two lifelines. Um, unless... Wait, let me think. Um, I, guess, I guess I'll limit myself to actor or actress. Can I ask for one or the other? Yeah. All right. Um, or what? What else could I ask for? 
I guess, I mean, I don't really, uh, asking for anything other than that would be specific. Let's go for actress on this one. Your actress hint is Cameron Diaz. All right, so what I was about to answer is not correct. Instagram filters, Cameron Diaz, 2001. I never saw this movie, but I'm going to guess there's something about Mary. A valiant guess, but the correct answer was Shrek. Oh. I wasn't thinking cartoon. <laughs> okay, we got two more to go. <clears throat> Mike's okay. at one for three. Okay. Let's get to number four. Number four in the badly described the plot of a movie quiz. A startup company learns how important it is to allocate money to their IT department. I will ask for the year off the top. 1993. 1993. Startup IT department. So we're probably talking computer glitches of some sort. <laughs> I'll take actor on this one. Actor? Yes. Richard Attenborough. Who the fuck is that? He, he's he's the definition of a, he's the definition of a guy and an actor that you do not know his name, but when you see him, you know exactly who he is. Nineteen ninety three. Read that for me one more time. A startup company learns how important it is to allocate money to their IT department. He's thinking hard, guys. Like he's um, he's, I'm trying. He, he's got something in mind. I think I can picture written Richard Attenborough, but I don't want to look at his picture. Am I allowed to do that? No. Okay. That is something that will give it away. Okay. I I think I know who Richard Attenborough is. I'm gonna guess. I'm probably wrong. Is the answer Jurassic Park? Mike Darnay oh! is two oh! for four. <sighs> I'm guessing I was correct on who Richard Attenborough is. You were. When you know uh, exactly who he is. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at it now. When you, if I said, if I said Jeff Goldblum, you'd known it immediately. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was right. I had when I thought about it. That's. I had a feeling that's who Richard Attenborough was. Okay. Well, two for two. I did not expect Mike to be at two for four. So I kind of purposefully made the last one a little bit easy. Okay. So can Mike get the win? For the win, in the final question of the badly described the plot of a movie quiz, 
is an elderly man abducts a young boy to replace his dead wife. An elderly man abducts a young boy to replace his dead wife? Yes. All right, I'll take the year. 2009. All right, so we're fairly recent. So now I'm thinking, do I do I ask for the actor to go for the boy or the man? Or do I go for the actress to replace the dead wife? I'm going to be completely honest with you and, and kind of make this uh, a little bit harder on you than it should be. Okay. You're not going to know any of the actors or actresses oh. in this because I don't either. Okay. Well, I take that back. There's one I do know, but he doesn't play a big character, and he's another one of those. If you see his face, yeah. you know who he is, but you don't know his name. Hmm. I'm trying to think of another clue for you here to see if you can get it. Okay, I got one. The elderly man character is named Carl. In the movie. In the movie. Not the actor. The character name is Carl. Carl in 2009. I'm trying to think. Because like 2009 was a period where I was actually watching movies. Do you have an answer? 2009. Oh. Mike Darnay, can he get the win? I'm thinking and thinking and I don't. 2009. Elder, it was elderly man? Elderly man kidnaps a young boy to replace his dead wife. Dead wife. It's on the tip of his tongue. Can I, I figure I, it out? I feel like it could be something stupid. Like, Can he bring down the house and get the win? I may not even be close on the year. Here we go. I know there's an elderly man in this. I've never seen it. I have no idea if his name is Carl. Is the movie up? Mike Darnell ah! wins! <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Three for five, are you kidding for, me? For some reason, I felt like it was another cartoon. I don't know why. And... <laughs> I have never and, seen it. I did not know his name was Carl. I knew there was an elderly man and a young boy. I did not man. know there was a wife in it. Man. What wow. a story. Wow, wow, what a wow. Story. So I guess you can just call me James now. I wasn't expecting man. that, but. 
What a run. That was that, that was un- unreal. The worst so I the, guess, the worst part is the first question is the one I probably should have gotten the most. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like that was the one that like you probably should have had, but apparently you just I made it too tough. Who? So I guess sticking on the uh sticking on the entertainment train here. I guess we got to talk about Thrones, huh? Yeah. Um I we, will play we the audio again this week, but Spoilers if you're not caught up. Yeah, we are now uh, two days past, so most people should be caught up by now. But just in case you're not, now's the time where you should shut it off. Enjoy my victory. Have a good night. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm torn. It was probably the most visually appealing arguably the most visually appealing episode of the series. Um, I was borderline annoyed by how lazy the ending for Cersei and Jamie was. Other than that, I think a lot of people were very irritated in the moment. I know you did not watch it live. I did. Um, everybody that I talked to seemed to kind of relax on that after the fact, but um I think I think some of the irritation is fair when seven and a half seasons of character arc were put into those two, making them into the villain, making the character arc that they had, and then it all kind of just stopping in fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean that's a totally fair fair criticism, right? That like it was rushed and they didn't put enough time into it and all of that. But I was talking about it this afternoon. With one of your colleagues, Mike Brandon, over there at Pensburg. Mm-hmm. Everybody last week, <clears throat> after watching the episode, once they got over the shock of the craft services Starbucks cup, was like, Oh, look at Danny. Look at all her look at her look at her body language. Look at her facial expressions. She she's becoming the mad queen. She's the mad queen. She's spiraling into the mad queen. And then this week Danny goes and does some mad queen shit. And yeah. everybody was like, I, I can't I can't believe that, that, that Daenerys <laughs> just decided to, to burn the whole city down. This is so lazy and stupid. were you mad you were right? Yeah. Like Yeah, like, and, and that's the, and, and that's the, the kind of thing that people seem to have relaxed on over the last day and a half. Like and, real, and, like realizing that well, I was kind of just overreacting to the fact that I all of a sudden the show that I've invested eight years into almost is is almost over more than the actual content. Right. And, and, and not to mention like and a little bit of this was inspired from watching the after the episode with Weiss and Benioff. But Daenerys's descent into the Mad Queen has been on a razor's edge since the inception of the character because one she's a targaryen the discussion of the targaryen family that varus said um in this season and early on is when a targaryen is born the gods flip a coin and they're either sane or they're insane how many um how many people do you think varus texted about Jon snow before he died Oh, dude, he had group chats left and but, right. But, okay, but in reality, how many how many of those letters that he we saw him writing did he send out with ravens? Probably a lot. And, yeah. And, well, the other thing was 
And, and that's and the other I, thing that irritates I, I, I me. That, that's the other thing that irritates me is they could have had another six episodes this season. No, they absolutely could have. The thing that the thing that I didn't notice until uh, Rez pointed it out to me. Shout out Rez from Penn's blog. You know that at the beginning of the episode that uh, Varys was trying to poison Daenerys. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like, like it, it was one of those like not throwaway things that like I just you don't think of until like you analyze the episode but when like he's basically telling that girl at the beginning to get back to the kitchen to try to feed Daenerys and she's yeah. asking like she had and saying she hasn't eaten like that's him saying like I'm trying to kill her yeah um in that same context I thought the I don't know if it was I, I guess it would be fall under hair and makeup category they did a phenomenal job portraying her when she was in her room, whatever the hell that was after um, it was like right at the be- probably the first 10 minutes of the episode when she looked like she hadn't slept in three days. Yeah. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And, and the episode visually was amazing. The, Oh, the, 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 the effects, the, the camera work, the editing. I, in that I saw was- so few people talking about, the wildfire exploding through King's Landing. It was yes. amazing. It was amazing. And that's the kind of detail of that show that's always been yeah. there. Yeah, and, and, like, and, and that's why I'm disappointed about the writing. Like, they can take the time to, to have wildfire through King's Landing with CGI stuff, but but you let Cersei and Jamie die by rocks falling on them. It's just It just wasn't a deserved death. No, I, I don't totally disagree, but at the same time, like... <laughs> I enjoy the fact that they made it so those two went out together. Like that like he was gonna like Jamie was gonna die with with or for Cersei no matter how this shit ended. Yeah, yeah, and the other the other thing, okay, so I know you watch Sons of Anarchy. I know people who listen to this watch Sons of Anarchy. You remember in the Sons of Anarchy season finale when they had Jax Teller in the garage with the club and they set you up like they were going to shoot and kill him. And that was going to be it. And then they pivoted Mm -hmm. away from it because there was a better way to end it. That's what it reminds me of. Like they could have done better. It was fine how it ended, but they could have done a lot better. Yeah. I mean like, but it's also, I have maintained that this show and this story has constantly thrived on chaos. Like, it has never been like very rarely have you watched an episode of that show and been like, yeah, that's exactly what I expected to happen. Yeah, like um, every I, time you're, you're like, oh, f- really? Yeah, I I did love the Clegane Bowl. It was everything it needed it to be. I I everything was, I was happy to. they both died. God, Jesse, why do you have to have that upper body injury this week, man? That's what we were waiting for for you. I know. I was happy they both went out. I would have. I probably would have been irritated if one or the other had been gone. So I was glad. Yeah, it, if, I was if, glad it ended the way it did. If one or the other would have survived, it would have sucked. And the "Hello, Big Brother" line that he dropped when they ran into one another was amazing. And oh, oh shit! What podcast was it? Um, damn it, I can't remember. But they were talking about it this morning, and they were like, "We know that like they were setting up the Cleanne Bowl, but." Like the fact that Cersei was just like, oh, a uh, family squabble. Excuse me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
just sneak by you here. Yeah, excuse me. (laughs) He ducked out of there like I do after a long night when my Uber shows up. Yeah, like she, she was just like, "Ooh, well, it appears there's a, some family squabbling." Because they were they were not at all concerned with her. No, but it was just funny that like she was like, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go." Yeah. Um, but I, th- I thought the, I thought the the Euron Tyr- not Tyrion Euron Jamie scene was bizarre. It was weird, but whatever. Um. But what I was saying there originally is, like, she's a Targaryen, so you had the Varys thing where the gods flip a coin and they decide if they're insane or sane. Everyone around her that she's loved or trusted has either died or betrayed her. And I can't remember who it was in – it was either season six or season seven. Basically says to her, you're a dragon, be a dragon. Because everybody else around her is like, no, you have to negotiate and da 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 diplomacy and blah, blah, blah. And the one person around her that was like, it's war. People die. There are casualties. Take what is yours. And she just kind of gave him a look like, sounds right. <laughs> sounds correct. And... Not to mention, from the not plot device standpoint, from the fan standpoint, remember like three or four years ago when all of us were like, well, you know, Daenerys has all these dragons. Why doesn't she just go to King's Landing and burn everything to the ground? (laughs) She goes to King's Landing and burns everything to the ground. And everybody's like, oh, I just can't believe it, that she took her dragon to King's Landing and just burned it all down. Like, what do you want? Yeah, and um, shout out, can't remember who made it, where it came from. I've seen it shared by a million different people. It was uh, a video dubbing ACDC's Hell's Bells over the bells that played in the episode when she started riding on the dragon. Oh, I got to find that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, man, that's that rules. Dude. So it, I like find that. So like you, you see you see her. With the look, they they clip to Cersei in the tower when they when the bells start ringing and she realizes they're surrendering, and then the, they keep cutting back and forth everybody, and then all of a sudden the guitar riff comes in. You said, was this on Twitter? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. If you, it up. If, you ser- if you search for Game of Thrones Hell's Bells, I'm sure it'll come up. Fantastic. Okay, it's so, so good. before we go, okay, prediction. How's okay. it ending? All right, so I don't know how we're going to get there in 90 minutes, but I do believe that the thing from a while back with Arya and blue eyes, green eyes, red eyes, whatever, Cersei had green eyes. She's not alive anymore. Daenerys has green eyes. That's that's my that's what I'm going with. I don't know how we're going to get there, but as we've seen in the last few weeks, they tend to rush things. So, I think, I think they might rush that. Yeah, I'm with you. Arya is going to kill Danny. I don't know what's going to happen to Jon Snow, but somehow, somehow, is he, is he finally going to sit his ass on the throne? No, no. Sansa Stark 
okay. is taking her seat on the Iron Throne. We'll find out. I mean, I wish there were six more episodes or four Me more too. episodes. Why can't we have a 12 episode season? Like, if it ended. So, so let's say we were at episode going into episode six and there were 10. They could still stretch what's left to be discovered into four more episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I personally just started rewatching season one while still watching the new episodes that are coming on. I mean, I'm excited to rewatch the whole series because it's yeah, still like, um, so, so good. Back in season one, I had forgotten about the Clegane brothers getting into it way back in episode three of season one. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm still excited. I'm still I'm not I'm not somebody that's all of a sudden out on this. Like yeah. like shout out to friend of the pod Morgan. I'm gonna straight up disagree with him on something though. I saw him. It was either Twitter or Facebook. He was like, "It's Dexter all over again." No, no, it absolutely is not. One, I am still not over Dexter, and it's been five years, I think. The ending of that series was a slap in the face to anybody that's ever watched that show. And two, Dexter had an, a seemingly infinite amount of ways to end, and they picked the worst one. Yeah, and, this, and I'm guessing that reaction in that moment probably a day later was not as strong. Right. Like most people. And Game of Thrones, like if you're what if you have watched it up to this point into this season, you're like, there's maybe five ways this ends. Yeah. And that's it. I I wouldn't be surprised regardless what happens. Pretty much. I'm gonna uh, get a I'm gonna stop at the store tomorrow and get a blue ribbon that I can get for my game show performance tonight. I think you should. I'm gonna I, uh I would. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna get you a participation trophy. Okay, that. I'm, I'm, I could. I could live with that. <laughs> well, this was episode 30 of Dying Alive. Thank you guys for bearing with just me and Mike, and no real hockey talk. And we got to about an hour. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So, so we will be back you. next week at some point. Not sure when. We will let you guys know. Mike will put out the call for correspondences. And again, thank you guys for bearing with us. This has been episode 30 of the Dying Alive podcast. Talk to you next week. Uh-huh.